0: Hello, I'm Derek Walker, pastor of the Oxford Bible Church. And last time we saw from the word of God that the blessing of the Lord is the key to living in divine prosperity. If we are in Christ, the good news is this, that the blessing is upon us already and it is there to empower us to prosper. Galatians 3 says that Christ redeemed us from the curse, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus. If you're in Christ Jesus, the blessing is upon you, that we might receive the promise or the blessing of the Spirit through faith. So we are to receive that blessing through faith. You know, the blessing is, God's, is spoken by God over us in Christ. But the Bible also says the word that they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. So God's blessing is upon us, but we must receive that promise of the Spirit by faith. The promise of the blessing by faith for it to profit us. And so that's what we're talking about right now. Ephesians says that God has blessed us with every spiritual blessing or the blessing of the Spirit in Christ Proverbs 10 says, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. So the blessing also brings joy. And Deuteronomy says, the Lord your God gives you power to get wealth. He doesn't give you the wealth directly, but what he does, he gives you the blessing or the power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant. So the blessing is a gift of grace. We can't earn or deserve it, but we must receive it and operate in it. So today we're going to study what the blessing is and how it works. How do we receive it? How do we release it? Let's see how God made us to function. And there are two stages in this, to function, to prosper. We go back to Genesis. How did God set things up? Genesis 1, it says, First of all, God created every living thing that moves, with which the waters abounded, according to its kind, and every winged bird according to its kind. God saw that it was good. And this is the natural area now, first, that, it was, that is good. And then there's a supernatural aspect. See, right now, the, everything natural was in place, and they had the seed and everything was there, but yet they were lacking something. They were lacking the blessing. Then it says, and God blessed them saying. How does God bless? By speaking his word. God blessed them saying. Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the waters and the seas. Let birds multiply on the earth. Notice there's two ingredients here. There's the seed, the natural seed, and then the blessing. First, God created each kind of life with seed in it to reproduce and multiply according to its kind. With its seed within itself, it says, according to its kind. Everything was made with its seed, giving it the potential to multiply and increase. So everything in the natural is in place then, but they still needed the spiritual blessing, the empowerment to prosper. So the next stage, God blessed them. He released it with his words. Blessings, you see, are words of life. Curses are words of death. And so they had the seed, but they also needed the blessing to activate that seed. And then through the sowing of the seed, the blessing on the seed caused that to be fruitful and prosper. So the blessing is the supernatural endowment of God, empowerment from God, whereby he gives us the power to prosper and to be fruitful and multiply, for our seeds to be fruitful. And we see this in the creation of man as well. God created man in his own image. In the image of God he created him. And so far so good. Man and woman had everything they needed in the natural But then it says, then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, have dominion over everything on the earth. I want you to notice that when God blessed them, he blessed them and he blessed their seed. You see, because our seed is part of us, part of what we have. So by blessing them, what did he do? He empowered the fish to swim, he empowered the birds to fly, he empowered men to have dominion. And so God, blessing on us, empowers us to succeed, to prosper in what he's called us to do. It's all grace. Notice they didn't do anything to deserve it. They couldn't do anything. They were just like these lifeless natural things and then God blessed them and empowered them. It's all grace. Then he also blessed their seed, notice, and that empowered them to multiply, that thou, their seed could multiply themselves. And increase and fill the earth but of course that only works as they did the corresponding action of sowing their seed which they enjoyed to do likewise our seed is blessed and empowered to multiply as we sow it praise God so we receive the blessing by faith but we release the blessing we cause it to increase by sowing our seed and then the blessing goes with the seed and causes it to multiply So the spiritual blessing works with the natural seed that is sown to multiply it so that we become fruitful. That's how God has made things to be. All life has seed within itself to keep on reproducing. See, that's the difference between a miracle and a blessing. When God made the first apple tree, that was a miracle. But you know, if he didn't make it with seed in it, then every time that tree died, God would have had to do another miracle to make a new tree. But God didn't design the world to work by miracles. He made the tree with the seed within itself so that that seed, so he could now rest from his work because having done the miracle of creation now, everything now could function by the seed and his blessing on that seed. And now all the trees now are as a result of the blessing of God on the first trees of creation week and through the seed. By by the blessing on the seed, cause them to multiply. That's how God has designed things to work. God's given you His blessing, and He's empowered you to prosper, and for your seed to go forth and bring forth great harvests. So, just uh, life couldn't produce after its kind until God blessed it. We need the blessing of God on what we say, and what we do, for for it to have the ability to keep on producing and prospering every day. God wants to empower your life with his blessing so that everything you do just keeps on producing so that you have enough to be a blessing to the kingdom of God and to those around you. That's how the blessing of prosperity works. He makes us and he gives us the seed and then he blesses us and our seed. And when you give in the offering, realize that you are blessed, you see, and that your seed is blessed because you're blessed. Declare it. And as you give, as you sow that seed, praise God, that blessing that's on you is going to cause your seed to be fruitful and to multiply. The blessing empowers us and our seed to prosper, praise God. And so the blessing is pure grace. We receive it by faith. It will empower us to prosper. But if we don't sow our seed, then that blessing's got nothing to work on to cause it to increase and multiply. And so for us to increase in the blessing and for us to multiply ourselves, we have to sow the seed that God gives us. You know, an animal could be blessed and personally prosper, but if he doesn't sow his seed, he's not going to multiply himself. And so if it, to increase, we must also put forth corresponding actions and sow the seed that God has given us and then he can multiply it Praise God. God's plan for us is to be blessed and to be a blessing. We've got to let that blessing flow through us. We're to be a channel of blessing, and we do that by sowing seed. God blessed us with the gospel. Praise God. We received eternal life. Now God wants us to sow the seed of the gospel, to speak the gospel to others, and so others can be blessed through us. That's God's plan for us, not just to receive, but to give, to sow that seed, to multiply ourselves in other people's lives. And so we enter into the fullness that God wants for us by believing God's grace to us, God's blessing, receiving that blessing, receiving that power to prosper, and then releasing that blessing, increasing that blessing in our life by the law of sowing and reaping. Let's look at the laws of the blessing. Uh, in our life, how it works. Number one, the blessing, not miracles, is the primary way God uses to prosper us. Not miracles. It's the highest way. God empowers us to prosper. He wants us to walk in that. The blessing of the Lord makes rich. The Lord gives you power to get wealth. Psalm 1 says, blessed is the man, and in verse 3 it says, whatever he does shall prosper. What is it that causes him to prosper? It's the, it's the blessing on that man. And the blessing is now on ours, it says. Christ became a curse for us that the blessing of Abraham, of that covenant, is upon the Gentiles in, in Christ. Praise God. God has blessed us. Praise God. We need to move from a miracle mentality to a blessing mentality, and then we can walk in, from glory to glory in his blessing. Praise God. Now, secondly, what are blessings? Law 2, blessings are words of grace. God released his blessing upon us by his words of grace. His spoken favor over us. It says in Deuteronomy, God commands the blessing on us. I like that. Praise God. Blessings are spiritual. They're words, they're spiritual. God has blessed us with every spiritual blessing. It's something that is spiritual and received spiritually by faith. Galatians calls it the promise, the blessing is the promise of the spirit, the word of the spirit. Praise God. When God spoke blessing into Abraham and he received it by faith, it caused Isaac's birth. So the blessing, although it's spiritual, it produces natural results. God is spirit and yet he created this world. So natural things come from spiritual causes, you see. And so the most important thing is not to receive a miracle of healing, that's wonderful, but it's better to receive the blessing of God's healing power. And that will continue to work in your life, keeping you healthy. Praise God. And so the blessing of Abraham is everlasting. And it passed down to Christ and Christ was able to receive the full blessing because he was perfect. He received the full blessing and when God raised him from the dead, he spoke every spiritual blessing into Christ, praise God. And if when we receive Christ, we are put into Christ and through our union with Christ, every blessing that was given to Christ is also spoken into us. And so the blessing of God is upon you. It is yours. Believe it, take hold of it and start walking in it. Now, law number three, this blessing must be received by faith. God respects our free will. He doesn't impose it on us. So that he gets it to us by declaring it to us. He blesses us. He puts his blessing upon us, and then it's up to us to believe it and receive it by faith. It says, the blessing of Abraham is upon the Gentiles that we might receive it by faith. So it's not automatic He's given it to you, but you've got to receive it by faith. Praise God. And how does faith come? But by hearing the word of God. And that's how the blessed man in Psalm 1 was able to be blessed and to prosper in everything because he meditated day and night in the word of God. And he believed in God's promise to him. And by believing, he received the blessing upon him and he started walking in that blessing. Praise God. That's what Joshua was told, wasn't it? This book of the law will not depart from your heart. Meditate in it day and night. And uh, it shall not depart from your mouth. Speak the blessing over your life. And then you will, you will make your way prosperous. This is not miracles. This is you make your way prosperous. And you will have good success. Why? Because you've believed in the blessing. And you're walking in the blessing. Law number four about the blessing is that it is voice activated. You see, the blessing is spoken by God's words. Praise God. And so we receive it by faith. But then we must release it by our words. You see, God has spoken his word. We must believe it and we must agree with God. And we must say the same thing. God says I'm blessed. I've got to believe that and I've got to agree with God. And when I say, I am blessed, the blessing of the Lord is upon me, the blessing of the Lord is prospering me, then that blessing can flow in my life because I'm aligned with God. Praise God. We're to proclaim, we're to confess the blessing of God. The blessing is God's word. So when God's word is on my mouth, praise God, I'm activating that blessing, I'm releasing that blessing. Praise God. And so... Jesus said, for example, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, be removed from here to there, and it will obey you. Now what he's saying is, first of all, you've got to have faith as a mustard seed. That seed of God's word, that promise of his blessing, you've got to believe you receive it in your heart. It's got to be conceived in your heart. You've got to receive that promise. Now you've got that faith as a mustard seed planted in your heart. Now it's not enough just to have received it. Now you need to to speak from that, you need to release your faith by speaking that same word, that promise. And as you speak it, the blessing is released and it will remove any mountain in your way that is opposing your, your, your blessing. Praise God. And so the process of faith is that you believe it in your heart and then you confess it with your mouth. You believe you receive the blessing and then you speak the blessing and that allows the blessing to flow through you Praise God. And that's how God worked with Abraham. You know, in Genesis 17, God said to Abraham, walk before me, walk in fellowship with me, if you want the blessing of Abraham to be manifested in your life. And Romans 4.17 describes these two stages of cooperating with a blessing. It says, as it is written, I've made you a father of many nations. You know, that was the promise that God gave Abraham, the blessing of the promise, I will make you father of many nations. I'm going to make you a father. And Abraham had to believe that promise. And then it says, in the presence of him whom he believed, even God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things that be not as though they were. Well, to cooperate with the blessing of God, Abraham, it says, had to walk before God. He had to dance with God in two stages. First of all, what is God doing? And then he's got to respond to it. First, God gives life to the dead. That's what God did to Abraham. Abraham was dead as far as fulfilling the promise was concerned. He couldn't do it in his own strength. And so God gave life to the dead. God spoke the blessing on Abraham and said, I empower you, Abraham, to have a child. It was life to the dead, you see. And so for Abraham to cooperate with God, to dance with God. God gave life to the dead. Abraham, in his part, says, yes, I am dead. I can't earn this blessing, but I receive that life that you're giving me. And that's the first step. God has blessed you and you need to come and you need to receive that blessing for your health, for your prosperity, for your life. But that wasn't all. God called those things that be not as though they were. God called him, even when he was childless, God said you are the father of many nations. God declared the blessing before it was manifested and Abraham had to do the same thing. He had to walk in the presence of God and agree with God and so Abraham had to go around calling himself Abraham. I'm the father of many nations before he had any children. He had to call those things that be not as though they were. He, d- he confessed the promise. He confessed the blessing before you could see it. You can declare God is prospering me even when you've got no money in your bank account because the blessing is something that's spiritual, not the natural. So whatever's happening in your life, the blessing is the same. And you can declare, I am blessed, praise God. That's the truth of the word. So we receive the the life, we receive the blessing, and then we must confess it Even when our eyes doesn't see any blessings, you see. We need to declare, I'm a child of God. I'm blessed with the blessing of Abraham. He blesses everything I set my hand to. He prospers my way. He blesses my seed and my harvests are producing great things. Hallelujah. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, the Bible says. And all who love it will eat its fruit, its harvest. You need to speak the blessing. Because your words are producing a harvest. That's how you release your blessing. When you give your seed, you need to declare this this seed is producing a great harvest. Praise God. You've got, you release the blessing through your words. It's voice activated. The fifth law. The blessing is multiplied through sowing and reaping. This is the primary law. We've talked about it. That the blessing is upon us as pure grace, but it's multiplied through us as through our seed. You see, if the first animal, animals did not sow their seed, then the blessing that was on that type of animal would not have grown and multiplied. It would have stayed stagnant and died out. And so we need to realize that we, we have to sow the seed, praise God, and because the seed is blessed, It will multiply. The blessing empowers the seed that we sow to multiply and produce a harvest. Paul says, Now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food supply and multiply the seed that you've sown. How does he do it? By the blessing that's on you. And he will increase the fruits of your righteousness, the harvest of your righteousness, while you're enriched in everything for all liberality, which causes thanksgiving through us to God you see your finances are seed money on its own is a dead thing but when it becomes yours then the blessing that's on you comes on your money on your seed and so when you give of that then you put it into God's hands then it is able to be multiplied your blessing comes on your stuff and what you sow God is able to multiply praise God so this is wonderfully pictured actually in the feeding of the 5,000 because Jesus wanted, needed to feed these people. How did they do it? He said, we need a seed. He didn't just do a miracle out of nowhere. He says, we need a seed. The five loaves and the two fishes, what are they for all these people? But it was nothing compared to the need, but it was a seed. And he needed the seed to multiply it. Your offering, it might not seem like much, but it's seed. And it has tremendous ability if the blessing is on it. And he said, bring them here to me. They sat down. He took the two loaves and the... He took the seed. In other words, that thing now, you take it. And now the blessing that's on Jesus is going to come on that seed. And he looked up to heaven and he blessed it. Notice that. He put the blessing on that seed. And he broke it and he gave He now sows the seed. He makes sure the blessing is on the seed of God, and then he sows the seed. He gives it, and as it's given, the power, the blessing of God that's on it now multiplies it to feed the 5,000, you see. So the blessing was on Jesus, but he still needed that seed, the loaves and the fishes. He needed that seed that the blessing had something to work with, you see, So you may be blessed, but that natural seed is necessary for that blessing to have something to work with to produce the harvest. What a wonderful picture that is. Seeds sown produce a harvest by the power of the blessing. Praise God. God supplies and multiplies the seed that you sow by the blessing that is on you. You've got to believe in the blessing of God that is upon you in Christ. And then corresponding actions means you start sowing that blessed seed. Hallelujah. It's the spiritual and the natural working together. The natural is described as good in Genesis 1. The spiritual is perfect. Notice James says, every good gift, that's the seed, that's the natural. And every perfect gift, that's the spiritual, that's the blessing, comes from the Father above. And the natural and the spiritual working together, the spiritual blessing working on the natural seed, will produce a wonderful harvest. Praise God. If you want to bypass the natural, you're going to have to depend on miracles, but there's a limit to that. Blessing is always associated with seed, but miracles have got nothing to do with seed. They're just God acting sovereignly, you know. The manna was not produced from seed, it was angel's food. It wasn't baked in an oven. And we might think that's better, but actually God's best was the, the bread that was produced through sowing and reaping, through the blessing of the land. People are looking for a miracle to drop out of heaven, but actually God is saying to you, give me something to work with. I will bless the work of your hands. I will bless the seed you sow. Give me something to work with. Give me something that I can bless. You see, that's his what he really wants to do. Praise God. So see your money as seed to sow. See it as blessed, and as you give it, it is going forth and it is multiplying. You know, seedless fruit, for fruit is very nice, a seedless watermelon is very nice to eat. But once you've eaten it, that's it. But if you have a watermelon with seeds in, you can live on watermelons the rest of your life because you just plant those seeds and you'll get more watermelons. And the blessing, working with the seed, will pr- produce an abundant supply that will last forever. But a miracle, which is just a seedless thing, seedless watermelon, is, is nice for a moment but then it's over. The blessing is what God wants us to work in. Praise God. And so we, we want to enjoy the blessing of God. And I want to take you to the law number six here. God blesses the work of your hands. You know, it says that in Deuteronomy, the Lord shall bless all the work of your hands. It says, let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not lose heart. Joshua, it says, you, you will make your way prosperous. You will have good success. Don't seek blessings, but seek God. If you put God first and obey his word, then the blessing is going to flow through you and the blessings are going to chase you and overtake you. It says, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord to do his commandments, then the Lord your God will set you high above the nations And all these blessings will come upon you and overtake you, it says. Wherever you go, whether it's in the city or the country, he says, coming in or going out, the blessing will be with you. It will be upon you and on your stuff. The blessing is there. God is wanting to bless you. He's ready to bless the work of your hands. He wants to work with you and through you in what you do, rather than you just doing it yourself. So find something to do, use your gift, volunteer on something, start a business as God leads. Give something that God can bless. You know, if you're doing nothing, God can, has nothing to bless. You've got to give him a natural seed to work with. You see, he wants to prosper you, not for you to heap it on yourself, but so that you can be blessed and give to the gospel and help others. That's why we're here on the earth. God wants you operating in the blessing so that you can be a blessing to others. He wants to meet all your needs so that you can focus on helping others. The blessing of the Lord be upon you now. Believe it and receive it.